This is Mind Booster Podcast. In times like these, we need a mind booster. Today, let's join Keith Osborne, my husband, a prolific Bible teacher for over 25 years, expounding on mind-boosting words of truth from the scriptures. There are so many people today trying to find themselves, searching for significance. Keith Osborne, our teacher, has created the following saying. Number one, I know who I am. I am a child of God. Number two, I exist to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. Number three, I know where I will go when I die. When I die, I will live forever in heaven with Jesus Christ, my Savior. We're going to need discipline to be the main element Discipline. Don't you see? If we're going to prepare the dress, we're going to need discipline to do all that we just talked about here in reaching up, pulling down those values, and be consistent in displaying them. Because we'll be keeping our dress spotless. Because that's the individual that God wants when he returned back. We are purified outside and spotless. And that's our works that we're doing. Because we're capable of doing good works now. Not bad work. Good work. That we're capable of doing. In the past, we couldn't do that. Now we can do that. We mature. We should progressively doing more good work. Mm-hmm. So by the time, at the end of time, the dress would be spotless. And you at that wedding. Now, get excited because you're going to a wedding. If you have not married now, well... At least you know you'll be going to a wedding at the end of time. And you will have, you will be the bride and you're going to get the best husband, Jesus Christ. Now you know why they had that last hallelujah in heaven? Because that was something marvelous. We are the only one who's like, okay, brother Keith, no big thing. Yeah. No, this is great hallelujah time where they shouted out. That's why John heard all that noise because this was something great was gonna happen. The lamb finally gonna be getting his bride. Now I tell you a little secret. I tell you a little secret that you probably didn't know. Now you know what all this salvation stuff is about, right? It's really not about you. It's about God had promised his son a bride. And that bride gonna be the redeemed. That son himself went to her to secure their release and now they become his bride now you know salvation is really really not just giving you a fire escape from hell no it is preparing you for a bigger thing so with that in mind it should be an incentive to live the life that god wants us to live because you're getting a bigger picture of what this whole thing is all about with all the misery you go through, with all the challenges and all these things, you, you try to tough it out and all that. And you say, why is life so difficult? Well, the bigger picture is you are in the process of being shaped in becoming a bride for your lover. And that is Jesus Christ. So all this struggle below is building up to that crescendo. See the big picture? Keep the big picture in mind. 
And then you find life far more livable and better because then you know it's for a worthy cause which is part of the bigger plan because that's the purpose why we are here. And if you're fulfilling your purpose, you can't ask the object to do anything greater than that because you are created for a purpose. And the creator is the one who set that purpose. And if you meet that purpose, you have accomplished your goal in satisfying what you were created for. You can't find a higher accomplishment than that. So yes, we've been created to be the bride for the great one. I'll let you process that. Okay. Now that we know that, we need to work, look at why that discipline stuff is important because discipline is the tool that will help us achieve that goal of spotless gown that we are preparing. Now let's move in. And now what I'm going to do is, remember, we're talking about, again, why discipline and what it's going to get me. Because we always said, what's in it for me? So therefore, I decided to, okay, all right, let's look at value because that's how we shop. We're a consumer by nature. We go to places where we think we're going to get a good bargain and we participate in activities that have values and benefits. So the first thing you may ask, okay, Brother Keith, uh, I will be disciplined in a particular uh, subject, so why should I? And my point is, I need you, God need us to be disciplined in Bible intake. Uh, so why should I, you know, um, be diligent in this thing? Well, uh, first I will respond and said, okay, the, the biggest tool that God is using is the Bible. And, uh, I will show you why the Bible is the best, uh, receptacle of or, or, or resource to help us achieve what we're talking about here. Um, you know your favorite verse, Second Second Timothy three sixteen seventeen. Let's find it and somebody find it and read it, preferably in the TLB, because it it sort of break it out better as to how this will help us achieve our goal. Remember, we're looking at the receptacle that will help us achieve this. Gold. Second Timothy 3, 16, 17. That's one of our favorite verse we quote all the time. The whole Bible was given to us by inspiration from God and it's useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It straightens us out and helps us do what is right. See, number one, you hear what it said? And let me break it down a little bit further. You do it, it said, it is useful and beneficial for number one. What is said there, Sister Talia? Number one, it says? To teach us what is true. Okay. Don't we want to know what is truth and error? What's the difference between truth and error? We want to know. We don't want to go down the path of error, right? That's we right. want to know what is true. So in other words, we, know, we, want, we want to know what is the right direction to move in. Mm-hmm. Just imagine you driving. You're driving because we don't like to walk the places. We drive now. So you said, <laughs> what's the right place to take me there? You don't want to fa- waste time going the wrong way, right? right? Well, the Bible said, this is the way 
I want you to vote. So that's what it's useful for the teachers, the right way to vote. And the second one, what it says? To make us realize what is wrong in our lives. Okay. Now, we are a smart Alex type of people too. You know, we'll be going down a certain path, just like when we drive in, right? And we know a shortcut. And you're using the GPS, right? And you see the shortcut and you just look at it and know, you look at the map and show you where the GPS trying to direct you to. And you said, well, I know a shortcut that, you know, some of the GPS doesn't understand that, but I do. And you made a left turn. The GPS recognizes it and it says, uh, keep on the route, keep on the route, keep on the route, keep on the route. You wonder, why does thing make a noise? No, 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 no. Then it says, recalculating. Mm-hmm. You see, when it's saying to you, keep on the route, keep on the route, it recognizes you have made from its perspective a wrong turn. Because it has already mapped out to you the direction that you need to go down. So the second reason is to rebuke us, really, when we sin. That's what it does and tell you what's wrong with your life. In case you didn't know, that's what the Bible does, right? Because it's a parameter that you measure your behavior against and it will tell you whether it is acceptable or not. It doesn't matter how you feel. It tells you anyhow. Well, that's what the Bible does. It rebukes you. It said, you have done wrong. And that's not right. That's not acceptable to God. So, and then the third thing it does. It straightens us out and helps us do what is right. It, it's, in other words, that's straighten up. It, so it didn't just tell you what you did wrong. That means you just made a wrong turn. You made a wrong turn. Now, it would be really hot, terrible if it left you at that point, right? Just like you made a left turn on the GPS and the GPS just went quiet on you. <laughs> you don't know maps, right? This is not good. Instead, what the GPS will do, it will say, we calculate them. And then when it's recalculate, it's mapping out for you where that turn you made, where to get you back on where it originally had told you to. But whenever it said recalculating, that's what it's doing. Well, that's exactly what the word just said, where it corrects us and get us back on the right path. Now, it, it, it would be really sad again if it just went off by itself. Let's say the GPS Recalculate you, get you on the right path, and then shut down. You got a problem. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you haven't reached your destination yet. Right? Yeah. Right. Because you, you keep traveling this straight path. You said, okay, where do I turn next then? Mm-hmm. GPS just go quiet on you. Then you right. start cursing the GPS because you don't have a clue where you need to make the next turn. So similar, then the GPS will show you on the map where the next turn. Well, similar, the word just said, it straightens us out and then what? What it says, Sister Italian? It helps us it, do what Which means right it puts us back on the right path. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It puts, uh, when it does, it straightens us out. It puts us back on the path that we originally should be going on and then help us to continue doing the right thing to stay on that path. Yeah. That's exactly what the Word of God is. And do you know any other book in the world that will help to make you holy like that? Mm. And not only that, you notice at the end portion of that, verse 17, 
that verse 17 that it said where it, it, it equipped you to do all good works. What 17 says? Oh, it is God's way of making us well prepared at every point, fully equipped to do good to everyone. Ah, so you see what it does. So that exactly, it's a complete, because it's the food source that will help us to equip us. You notice it didn't say to do bad, because we do that naturally. We don't have to be equipped to do bad. We are genius and we are inventors of bad. So it doesn't have to quit us that. The whole nature will gladly say, I'm glad you asked and jump right in. But the new nature is what is being equipped to do good works. Wow. Yes. So no other book in the bar in the world enable us to do this, right? No other book. So clearly you can see where the word of God is the most important discipline in terms of the biblical intake from the word of God is the most important discipline we can engage in, in helping us to achieve our final goal of being spotless for that wedding. Okay. Yes. Biblical intake. So if you and I do a hit and miss and once a week type thing, you know you starve in the new nature and you probably, if we have a policeman, a spiritual policeman, we will be charged with what they call it when you you don't feed a child? What do you call that? Uh, uh, malnutrition? No. no. Neglect. Neglect. We will be charged for neglecting the, the, the new nature. And if there was a spiritual prison, we'll be gone to prison to spend some time. Most of the week. Because it's been starved. Yes. That because the word of God exists for that. And it is the best source to help us achieve our goal. And that's why it's the most important discipline we can engage in. So, with that, with all that, I, I hope and I'm just rubbing this on your, your 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 gray matter here so that it sticks to show you Bible reading, getting into the word is not an option. It is mandatory because it is the best source coupled with the Holy Spirit to get us where we want to be in becoming what God wants us to become, in reaching up into heaven, grabbing down the power and all that stuff up in getting those spiritual values that help us prepare this beautiful spotless gown that we're going to be wearing for the wedding. I'm going to use that analogy more often to keep us focused that we're going to a wedding. Yeah, 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 I like that. Okay, so with that said now, I decided to call three witnesses in uh, testifying to us as to these values that we can get for meticulously and reliably and relentlessly pursuing the Word of God. Three witnesses. The first one is Commander Joshua. Because, you see, when you want to find out what's the value in certain things, you usually go to the expert, don't you? 
Amen. Those who have gone before you, those who have gone before you, who have experienced it, you go and ask them. Mm -hmm. So with that said, let's go to Master uh, Commander Joshua. You know, remember Joshua in the Old Testament? Yes. <clears throat> Joshua, remember that old story about they leaving the promise, going, going to the promised land? Mm -hmm. And you see, go to my picture there, the first picture. Thank Vanessa for these pictures. Vanessa is, 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 is just really, uh, what I would say, um, almost magical with this picture business here. Uh, I just give her words and she turned it into pictures. All right. Thank you, and Brother so Keith. I thank you, Vanessa, for that. You're welcome. You, you are welcome. So, God bless you. Uh, and so, <laughs> she basically saying I'm pathetic and she have to help me. Valentine's <laughs> Day. <laughs> So let's look at my first picture here. <laughs> you see my first witness here, Commander Joshua. Now, you remember Joshua, um, Moses' aid throughout that pilgrimage, that 40 year pilgrimage in the land, right? He was being really trained and Moses was his spiritual mentor, so to speak. And he was really being trained during that time to succeed, uh, Joshua. Whenever Joshua, no, not to succeed Moses. So okay. when you hope in Joshua chapter one, one to nine, you have reached the spot where it is time for Joshua to take on the government that Moses has been running all these 40 years. Mm. Just imagine you, Joshua, you have been through the 40 years trek. You have seen these stiff necked people gave Moses a hard time, right? You right? Right. You have seen where they're whining all the time. Every time they want a need, they have a need, they whine. Yeah. And I mean, you would like, you would be terrified that you're going to be taking over these people. That's what happened for poor Joshua. Of course, the, the word never tell you how Joshua felt, but from a human standpoint, just imagine you have seen all this. You're not yeah. just going to be all happy and, uh, you know, to take over these people. No, but. You see, it is God running the show. He yeah. has been preparing Joshua, and now the time has come. So, with this time, you're going to see where assignment been given to Joshua. You're going to see protection is part of it too. Mm -hmm. His direction, and you see warning, because if he all do what God says, success will follow. Mm -hmm. So the, 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 the benefit is if you pursue the word of God, one of the benefit is success and success means accomplishing what you had intended to accomplish with all the work to do. Right. That's success. I mean, yeah. everybody loves success, right? No one loves failure, right? This concludes today's Mind Booster podcast episode on spiritual discipline. Go to PrayTube.net to join us today. You can download the complete series and receive free life-changing guidelines for living. A successful Christian recognizes that we are on a battleship, not a love boat. God bless you.